So today, um, the reading is from Matthew 4, um, 1 to 11. It says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him by, to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give to you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. We're going to invite Jenna up. Um, so if you'd like to reach out a hand as we pray for Jenna as she comes. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for Jenna and we thank you for the words that you've given to her and we just pray that you open our ears to hear what you have to say to us through her. In your name. Amen. Morning, everyone. Is everyone all right? Okay, cool. Right, so first of all, happy Father's Day to all the dads. I hope you've all got spoiled. This spoiled is my husband got this morning with some socks that he needed anyway. So um, anyway, so today we are starting a brand new series called Jesus Is. So every week we're going to be looking into a word that describes Jesus. So before we start, does anyone want to shout out to me any words that describe Jesus? Brilliant. I'm going to go because you've all done a great job at describing Jesus and I don't need to say more. But honestly, today, this week, we're going to talk about Jesus is focused. Now, it's not really the first word that comes to mind when you think of Jesus being focused. But when you think about Jesus, he came to earth to preach the word, heal, die on the cross, save us all. He knew what he was coming for and he was focused on what God had sent him to do. So... Today's reading from Matthew 4, we learnt about Jesus um, in the devil, desert being tempted by the devil. So just to set the scene a little bit, Jesus had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Now, that's a long time to go without food. I'll be two hours into a car journey in a hot car with no snacks left. And you can ask my husband, Darren, how narky and hungry I get. And for those who don't know what hungry is, it's angry and hungry at the same time, which I do quite a lot because I like my food. Um, so yeah, Jesus is hungry, he's tired, he's thirsty, he's weak. And the devil comes to test him three times. So the first one, he says, if you're hungry and you're the son of God, turn this stone into a piece of bread. Now, I'm not being funny, but in that two-hour car journey, if I could turn Aaron's head into a piece of bread, I would, because I'm hungry. So for Jesus to say no, and not just to say no, he says no. No one can live on food alone. People need the word of God. So... You passed that one. Second one, um, if you're the son of God, jump off this temple and God won't let anything happen to you. Um, obviously, he didn't do that. Um, and he said, why would you do that? Don't try to test the Lord our God. Third test, Jesus shows him all the kingdoms on earth and all their power. And the devil says to him, 
Jesus, if you follow me, I will give you power over all of this. And Jesus basically just tells Satan to do one and says, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. So even at his worst, when he's hungry and he's thirsty and he's hot and he's tired, Jesus is still focused completely on God. Would you be able to do this? Are you able to fight temptations and stay focused on what is right? And, and how easy is it for just to stay focused on God in our day-to-day lives? And not just staying focused on God. How easy is it for you to not get distracted in day-to-day tasks? So we all know life's hard. We're all busy. We've all got loads of things to do. You know, if you're at work, you're preoccupied with thinking of what you've got to do when you get home. And then when you get home from work, you're thinking about, oh, did I, did I do that in work? Did I send that email? Did I speak to that person? Did I put that away? You know, don't get me started on studying. I was terrible for procrastinating when I'm studying. I'd do anything I could to get out of writing an essay or doing my homework. Social lives, we all have really busy social lives. We, we stress about exercise. And when we're not exercising, we're stressing about the fact that we've not exercised. You know, we've got shopping, we've got bills to pay, we've got to go and sort out food, we've got to walk the dog, we've got medical appointments. The list is endless. And there's just so many things fighting for our time. For me personally, my biggest distraction is probably my phone. I don't know about anybody else in here. My phone distracts me so, so much. There's always something on there that I can find. I'll waste a whole evening when I fully intend to do something productive, just flicking through videos on TikTok and realise I've wasted two hours of my life. But there's other things that we do that distract us. Um, For those of you who don't know, um, and please don't hate me for it, I work for the BBC. So um, you all pay my wages, so thanks for that. Um, Unless you're not paying your TV licence, obviously, which the van will be round to collect you, uh, to to find you out later. Um, And anyway, the BBC, one of our key measures for success is time spent. And that is how long you spend with the BBC. So that's watching EastEnders, watching Match of the Day, playing one of our games. We have lots of kids' games. I'm not just advertising the BBC here. I'm just using it as an example. Uh, We might be reading the news, uh, being on iPlayer. There's so many things that we do. And our measurement of success is how much of your time you spend with us. And if you think about it, there's so many businesses out there all doing the same. It's not just money that's the main currency for success. It's your time. They want you to sit in the restaurants. They want you to go to the cinema. They want you to spend your money and time in the shops. Everything is about your time. Because, you know, people can make more and more money, but no one can make more time. So, you know, there's so many things that could distract us, Um, not just telly, not just phones, you know, you could be obsessed with cleaning, could be obsessed with gardening, just reading books, there's so many things that can distract us from trying to do something productive. So, um, one way I like to spend my time, if I've got the house to myself, if Aaron's at work, both the kids are at school, nine till half three, one thing that I love to do is spend my day decluttering and tidying my house. Is anybody else this sad in the house? In it? I knew Nikki would put her hand up, so thanks, Nikki. Yeah, <laughs> you watched the BBC, thank you, that's a good answer. I was going to say, most same people would say they go out and have a nice walk, or they sit and watch the BBC and have some biscuits, but not me. I like to declutter and tidy my house, I love that. 
And, you know, I'll make a nice plan and I'll start in my bathroom because it's an easy one. And I open a cupboard and I get out my towels and I put my fancy towels when people come, the towels we're allowed to use. And then I find some old towels that I'm like, oh, we don't need them anymore. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to all smug and I'm going to cut them up and be good for the environment and use them to clean my house at another date. And then I think, oh, I've got nowhere to put these towels. So I think, well, they'll be better in the kitchen. So I take these cut-up things to the kitchen. I think, where can I put these? And I'm like, oh, right, well, maybe if I sort this drawer out, I can use that. So I open this big man drawer full of rubbish, put it all out on the side. I think I'll put some of that for the tips, some of this. Oh, these need to go somewhere else. So I take these upstairs to our room and think, you know what? I actually need some storage boxes for these. So I might go to B&M and buy some big storage boxes. Great. But before I go, I better start out the kids' room because I better need storage boxes for that. So I got all their toys out and I've got a bin bag for the tip of things that's broken, a bin bag for the charity shop. And then I go, right now I'm going to go to B&M. So I go to B&M. Not only am I distracted going to B&M, but there's so much in B&M that I think, oh, I could do with that. That's a really good idea. So I spend too much money in B&M on stuff that I don't need. Come home and then realise it's half three and I've got to go and get the kids. And I've got a box in my kitchen full of like stack of boxes that I've not filled. The kids' bedroom's a mess. The bathroom's a mess. The kitchen's a mess. And in the boot of my car is a bag for the tip and a bag for the charity shop, which I know is going to sit there for six months. Does anybody else do that? Fully intending to do a job, but completely lose my focus. I get so easily distracted. And I'm wanting to do productive things, but I just can't stay focused on the one task. So, the big question is, how did Jesus manage to stay so focused? And in today's reading, when he was at his absolute worst state possible, he managed to stay focused. But if we struggle on day-to-day tasks, how are, we going to, how are we going to actually just stay focused on God in our lives? So, Really, there's one part of the today's reading that helps us with that. It's when he's about to jump off, when they ask him if he wants to have all the power in the land, and his response is, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. So when you think about it, how we choose to spend our time is essential. And how we choose to spend our time defines the person that we are. How many times do we label people by the way that they spend their time? So be like, oh, that person loves footy. That person's really into fashion. That person's a complete Star Wars nerd. That person always, always down the pub having a good time. The things that we do define us. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have hobbies and interests and friends, but we need to be careful about how we're choosing to spend our time. Because some of these things might be bad for us. When you think about it, the way, you know, there might be certain things that we do that can affect your health. I can't eat dairy. If I go around eating dairy, I'll get really ill. But there's other things in our lives that can affect our health, and not just our health, our mental health as well. And sometimes these things can turn us further away from God. So think about there might be certain TV shows. Not only do they distract us, but they might not show people in the right light or show the way that we should live. There's magazines that might give you an unrealistic expectation on how you should look or on how your house should be or the perfect holiday that you should be going on. There might be friendships. Certain friendships can be toxic, we all know that, but there might also be other friendships that when you're around these people, you become a person that's not really the person you want to be or the person that you should be. 
Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have friends, we shouldn't watch TV, we shouldn't read a magazine. Everybody's different and everybody can cope with these things in different ways. But it's all different for a different person. But what I'm saying is we all need to think about what is good for us and what's good for our soul, what's bringing us down, what's stopping us from having that relationship with God. And there might be more other things, um, such as addictions or our relationships with alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, food... All these things can be not just be bad for our health, our mental health, relationships with one another, but also our relationship to get closer to God. In Hebrews 12, it says, we must keep our eyes on Jesus, who leads us and makes our faith complete. So what is it that's stopping you? And what is it that's stopping you from fixing your eyes on Jesus? And what's stopping your faith from being complete? Is it any of the things that I've described? Or is there other things that you can think of that's just stopping you from having that complete relationship with God? So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to pray for this. I'm going to pray that we can all think about, no matter what stage you're at in your journey with God, if you're a brand new Christian or you don't know him or you've been coming to church your whole entire life, we all have these things that are stopping us from being the person that God wants us to be and the person that you want to be. So I'm going to pray for this now, and I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to come. And if you want to just ask God to help you with a certain situation, or if you just want to ask him to help you be more focused on your relationship with God, or just some part of your life, I'm going to pray for this now, and then the band will come up in a minute, and yeah, we'll just carry on like that. So I'm just going to pray now. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit will just come now and fill this room. I pray that you'll speak to each and every one of us and help us to learn how to be more focused like you. I pray that if there's any situations in our lives that are out of control, no matter how big or small, that you can be there to help us in those situations. Maybe to give up something that we don't want to carry on with or to just give us guidance on how to be in a certain situation where we do find it hard and we act less like you. So I pray now that you will just come and speak to everybody in this room and guide them, Lord.